If you are trying to think about how you're going to engage your students in this upcoming school year, think no longer. I know for some of you, your students might have been virtual all of this past school year or parts of the school year. And so coming back to a normal school year seems like something that's pretty foreign. However, there are so many activities that you can do for back to school time. There are endless amounts of ideas, but I'm going to share some of my favorites that can be done in person safely. Or if you happen to be a district who is going back virtually, you can do this virtual too. So I cannot wait to dive into ways to keep your students excited, engaged, and building that classroom community in this episode. So if you are looking for ideas, this episode is for you. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Literacy Dive podcast. I am so excited about this topic for today. I thought that last week chatting about all of my small group must-haves was like the icing on the cake, but no, this episode fires me up. Now, as we know, when we are having our students coming back into the classrooms for the first days, there are so many emotions going through us and going through them. So it's really important in those first days that you are taking the time to build that community and really making an effort to get to know your students. So I'm going to be sharing six of my favorite getting to know you activities that I have loved implementing with my students. Now, the cool thing about this is that all of these activities can be done virtually If that happens to be your situation, I know that some schools are still allowing the students a virtual option, even though I know that the majority of kids are going back in person. So do not worry if you are a teacher who is teaching a virtual cohort, this can still work for you. Some of the different activities that I mentioned may have a freebie for you to go and grab, and so I'll be sure to let you know when that is, and I will also make sure to leave everything that you need in the show notes. But we're going to go ahead and dive into the first way that I love to get to know my students. Now, that is as simple as playing this or that or would you rather. Now, not only are these games super fun for kids, but you can learn so much about your students using these two games. What I love about these two games are that they are super low prep. So for one way that you can use them is by displaying slides onto your screen. Now, if you're in person, this can be like projecting it to your smart board. If you happen to be virtual, you can easily share your screen, and show these to your students while they are on the other side of your computer screen. So you can easily adapt this and use this as a morning meeting. You can have it displayed when your kids are coming into school, eating breakfast, however you want to embed it in your day. I have loved doing this as a way to wrap up the day as well. So you just kind of have to figure out when it works best for you. 
Before we had moved into virtual learning, where I got like really inspired to start sharing my screen and keeping this routine going with students, I had a template that was just made from chart paper. All you have to do is write the title, this or that, or would you rather? And I had made two square boxes, laminated the chart paper. Then all I had to do was easily write the two options on a sticky note or on an index card, and I would place it into the two boxes. This way I could interchange the different topics without having to waste paper every day writing it in a marker. It just became very interactive and reusable. Then I took it a step farther and I would let my kids give me suggestions. So I would basically use my go-around cup, call on a student. They could give me the two options for this or that or would you rather. And then the other kids can be able to share their thinking. Now, I would then have my kids be able to stand up or sit down to show their options. They might have to give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. When we were digital, They would have to use the raise your hand feature on our platform, or they could use an emoji that we did. So you can have so much fun with this. And I personally love hearing the why. So if I'm asking my students, would you rather have the neck of a giraffe or fins like a fish? I am going to get to hear some very, very interesting commentary about which one they would rather have. And then I want to hear the why. So it is so fun for me to be able to learn how my students are thinking and the types of reasonings that they have, as well as letting them just kind of chuckle and laugh and have that moment to build community with each other. So I would highly engage my students with these games. They are so fun. You can literally not just do them for implementing the back to school, getting to know you timeframe, but like you could do this every single day. Now I do have free slides for you. They are just templates that I've made. I am giving them to you to use. And then I've included some blank slides there for you so you can keep this going on your own time if your students end up loving it. So I'm leaving the link for these in the show notes for you. But definitely this or that, would you rather get these games up and running in your classrooms? Now, here's one more piece to this. I love that I could turn this simple, fun activity into a writing project. Now, students can do a quick write of their choice and why they prefer it. This is nothing that's going to be super long, but it does incorporate writing, which I know we are always trying to get our students to write. So this is just a fun, interesting way to hear student thoughts and their perspectives while practicing their writing skills. So my first way, this or that, would you rather? Now, number two, something I love doing in the beginning of the school year is having my students make a selfie. Now, all you need for this is white copy paper or construction paper, and all you need is coloring materials and a pencil or something for them to sketch with. You are going to let your students get as creative as they would like. Kids can be able to create selfies of themselves, how they view themselves, and I allow complete creative liberty for this. These self-portrait selfies are going to make great displays to hang up in your classroom if you want to make a bulletin board or put them outside of your classroom to say that these are the students who live here, whatever you want to do with them. 
It is so fun in the beginning of the year. Especially when we know that open house is coming up, parents are going to love being able to see their kids on your wall or somewhere where they are displayed. So what they're going to do is they can just simply illustrate themselves. Now, I do like to do a model showing them how to fill the space. I will show them different tips that they can be able to try to think about when making their selfie, but ultimately they can do whatever they want. You know I love extensions, so a way to add on to the selfie is to let your students add adjectives that describe them, and they can simply put those words around their selfie in that extra white space. If you have magazines and they want to find words that connect with them, whether it describes them or it says something that they like, let them do that too. But I just like them to write a few adjectives, only a few. Because then, as the week goes on in this beginning of the school year time frame, I like for the other students to add words to describe their friends on their selfies. So they get to start by drawing their selfie. They will write some adjectives to describe them. So I might put on mine that I think that I'm very helpful, I think that I'm very warm, and I think that I'm very friendly. But then... My friend might say that she's very honest, and my other friend might write that she is really good at writing. So it's going to be such a great self-esteem booster, and it makes for a great display or a class book once your display is over. Also, what I love doing, because I've always been at schools where I've gotten new students throughout the school year, it's kind of like a revolving door. So as a new student comes into the classroom, I let them make a selfie on the first day. And then as the week goes on, kids will be able to write positive words for that student. And it's just like the best welcoming present for them ever. And then they get added to our book if those uh, photos are no longer on display. So that is something else I love doing. It does not take a lot of activities. It does not take a lot of prep at all, but it really, really is a powerful beginning of the year getting to know you style activity that you can implement very easily and purposefully with your students. Okay, the third idea is an all about me collage. Now this is also very, very low prep, but it's so powerful in the first days and weeks of school. All you need for this is cardstock, or you can even use construction paper. You're going to give students time to create this in class, or if you want to do this, you can send it as a take-home project, and they can do it at home with their families. I have personally done it both ways, and both ways are great and amazing. Students can use magazine pictures, they can use um, real photographs, they can draw, they can print something from the computer, whatever they want to do that creates a collage that tells us a little bit more about them, they are able to do. I do like to help set some criteria so that students can be able to have a little bit of direction. And so there are a couple of things that I will tell them that they must put on there so that we can just get to know them better. And that way, if they do have a hard time trying to add more to their collage, they do have something to share when it comes to be that time. So some of the things that I tell them to include are their age, their favorite color, their birthday, 
their family or their family structure and their favorite subject. Just things like that. Things that are very easy for students to answer. Otherwise, you can just let students have creative liberty with this as well. It is so incredible to see where students will take this idea and run with it. There really is no rules, and that's what's like the best day part about it. It's not stressful at all. So what is really important after all of this is that you allow time for students to share. Now, I would just budget that extra time that I knew I had because we weren't doing any of our subjects like to the full capacity of minutes at that time. So I always had a few minutes where I could be able to allow three or four students to be able to present their collage and we could all learn more about them. Again, it is so fun to see different interests or different characteristics or different things that are important to your students. And a lot of the kids will find that they have so many things in common or you can learn a really fun fact about somebody. Now, I just wanna put this out there. I did this too. Anything you're having your students do, it is so fun for you to do it as well and to present to them because it is literally like one big family that is being able to get to know each other. So the other idea that I have done before, and let me just preface this with, you do not have to do like all of these ideas in the beginning of the year. You can definitely choose one or two that you find might work best with your students, but I'm just sharing some of my favorites that I've done over the last 10 to 12 years. So this fourth idea is an all about me share bag. Now, I love having students add items into a brown paper lunch bag that describe them or that show things that are special to them. It is so important to learn more about each child and what makes up that individual child, and each child makes our classroom family. So I give them a very simple bag label, and it's stuck to the front of their brown paper bag. Now, I'm going to share the label that I've made for you. You can look in the show notes. You can grab the link and print these labels out. All you have to do is give your students a brown paper bag, give them the label, and then give them a due date. Your students are going to be going home, figuring out these different criterias that you're asking for, and they're going to put their items inside of the bag. Now, what's really important so that you're not ending up with your student's dog or something really, really huge or expensive is that if the item does not fit into the bag, they can still share the item, but they just need to take a photo of it and then they can talk about it and we can be able to see the photo that they include. So the brown paper bag is really important because you can oftentimes kind of keep management in terms of how big things are that come to you and really ensures that there is enough space, especially if you decide to keep these bags in your classroom on display. Because remember, you're going to want your students to share about them and you're not going to be able to have all 25 of your kids sharing every single day. So you have to have a space for those bags to sit and stay. And one more thing, because this really did happen to me, I told my students not to include anything that's 
bigger than the bag. And that really kept me from getting, like I said, people's pets or really big expensive items. But guess what? There are tiny items that are also expensive that can fit in the bags, like somebody's ring that they got from their grandmother. So I often had said too, if it is something that is very, very meaningful and valuable to you and you want to share it, but it's something that is expensive or something that you do not want to lose or have anything happen to, to take a photo of it, include it inside of your bag, and you can still share about that special piece that you want to include in your All About Me bag. So that is a little tip because that actually happened in real life. Again with this, the little slip of paper that I'm gonna give to you, the little freebie, The little sheet of paper that I've sent home with my students, it just says do not include more than five things. And that really is just going to be so that whenever your students are sharing, it should not take more than five to seven minutes if you're giving like one minute per item in their bag. So this is a really fun activity. It's kind of a surprise because the bag, you can't see through it. And it's not until that person puts their hand in, brings it out, and it gets everybody's attention. But it is a great way to get to know your students. And so if you've never tried the All About Me bag, I would highly recommend you try it. Super low prep. And your students are going to love filling that bag and sharing about themselves with their new classmates. Okay, this fifth idea, I just call it one word, and this is a super fun and interactive game for kids. I love doing this in the beginning of the school year, and it is literally very, very, very low prep as well, which is why I love these activities. They don't require a lot, and I just know that in the beginning of a school year, when I am trying to get my classroom situated, I'm trying to get school supplies situated, I just really want activities that I can implement and it doesn't take a whole lot of prep. So this is one for you. I would do this in the classroom, whatever time of day works for you. And you could also find multiple times of day to do this one word activity. And it really gets your students excited and in this space where they're ready to share. So this particular activity is gets them sharing and learning more about each other. It is so simple. All you're going to say is one word or one phrase like hobby or favorite food. And students are going to answer using only one word. Now, if they use two or three words, like if their favorite food is hot dog, that is totally okay. But the whole idea is that they are not required to write long sentences or paragraphs. And so this is really going to protect those students who might find writing a little bit tricky or if they just don't really know how to spell that well. Also, if your students do not want to write, they can also illustrate, if they can illustrate pretty quickly, um, whatever their answer is. So it's kind of fun to get them engaged with the one word. But again, I encourage them to do their best spelling and to write one word. And then at the very end, Students are able to mix and mingle, which ensures that they get to share their answer with at least one, two, or three other people. And then I always love calling out on certain students to just share what their one word was to these different categories. 
Now, the beautiful thing about it is that if you wanted every student to share, you could because it's just one word. So one word takes like a second to say. So you could easily just go down the line and let every student share and you can get that done within one minute. So this game is so fun and a great discussion can occur based on what students share. So here are some possible categories that you can ask or present to your students and they can be able to see the commonalities and the differences in their responses. So some of the categories you can say are animal, subject, sport, birth month, holiday, favorite color, special talent, movie, And typically, I would just include categories of stuff that I was interested in and I wanted to know about or things that I knew that they would have no problem answering and they could be able to find other people who had that in common, especially for like birth month. It was so fascinating to see how many kids were born in July or born in December. So it is just a really, really fun way to be able to allow every student to feel included and to share more about themselves. And it does not take any prep from you. All it takes is you just calling out a couple of categories and letting your students really enjoy this moment about learning more about each other. Okay, this last very easy to implement way that you can get to know your students and allow them to have an opportunity to share about themselves is by a scavenger hunt. Now, this is not a typical scavenger hunt where you will tell students to find something yellow and they run all over your classroom, wrecking it, (laughs) trying to look for a yellow pencil or a yellow folder or a yellow piece of paper. That is not what this scavenger hunt is. This is a little bit different. For this scavenger hunt, I like to call it like a structured show and tell minus all of the chaos. So with this, I would tell students to look for three objects. The first item should be their favorite thing. The second item should be something they are proud of. And the third item should be something that describes him or her or that tells more about him or her. Now, I would give each of my students a few days to collect their artifacts or their pictures to share. This is one of my favorite activities, and the kids really look forward to it. It is similar to giving them the brown paper bag, but it's just different. You call it a scavenger hunt, and they actually have to go look for these specific things based on the category that you said. So again, I just use favorite thing something they're proud of, and something that describes or tells more about them. The same types of rules, if you will, apply to this too. I do not want them to bring in their pet cat or a very expensive item or something that's very large. So if there is something that's their favorite thing, I encourage them to take a photo of it or I encourage them to even illustrate it and they can still share about that favorite thing even if it's not physically in their hands to show. But I do try to encourage them like, well, if you have five favorite things and there is something that you can bring in as an artifact, then maybe bring that special thing in. But definitely just let your students do their thing and you'd be so surprised at what they bring in. But I love these items, especially what you're proud of, because it automatically lets all of my students know that We should be proud of ourselves, and no matter what it is, there is something that you have done a really, really great job at, and there's going to be so many more things that you're going to add to that list. But I really think that 
the artifact that describes what they are proud of is probably my favorite thing that I get to witness and see as my students are sharing. So again, with this method, you are going to then have your own system of however you want to allow your students to share these artifacts. They will be able to take a few minutes, share these three items from their scavenger hunt, and it just allows all of your students to get to know each other a lot better. So I am going to recap those six back-to-school ideas that you can do to get to know your students better that are engaging, it's interactive, and it's just fun for kids. Now, again, I want to say, I feel like I need to say it over and over again, you do not have to implement all of these ideas as some of them are a little bit similar, but these are just different ways that you could be able to implement them, and that's all I want to do with this podcast is to share it. As I go through these, I want you to remember that anything that I can provide a template or an example of, I, I will. And so you can find those links in the show notes and you can be able to get this up and running with your students. So the first thing that I mentioned was this or that or would you rather implementing those games. And I do have slides for you to use that are already done in the show notes. The second one is to make a selfie and add those adjectives around it. The third idea is to make an all about me collage, leaving it open to creative liberty and letting students share. The fourth one is an all about me share bag and I have those templates for you of what you would send home to parents and guardians so they can be able to help assist their children with it. The fifth one is the game One Word, where you're going to share that category, and they are going to simply write one word that comes to mind with it. And then the last one is a scavenger hunt, where your kids get to go home and search for three items and come back and share about them. I truly love this time of year when we get to open up classrooms and new students get to come and they're meeting new kids for the first time, they're meeting their teachers for the first time. This is such an exciting time of the year. I've always loved back to school timeframe, even though it also comes with its own set of stresses and big responsibility. But this time can be so enjoyable and it can be so meaningful and it's really going to set the tone for your year. Now, if you were like, oh my gosh, I like all six of those activities, then guess what? you can totally do them. I love doing things like quarterly just to kind of keep things fresh and keep things new. And then don't forget, you have those students who might come in in the middle of the year. So if you wanna think about doing one getting to know you activity at the start to every quarter, then I think that's totally manageable. It might be a little bit hectic to try to do it every month, but you know your schedule best. If you can get that going, do it. But any time that you can foster this community and this classroom and you can build those relationships by helping these kids get to know each other, it is so worth it and I support it. If you do try any of these ideas from this episode, I would love to hear about it. So feel free to send me a message over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive and tell me about what you tried, how your students responded to it, and if you take pictures or photos, totally tag me to those too. I cannot wait to hear about all of the ways that you are engaging your students at this back-to-school time frame 
And just know that it's moments like these that are gonna completely, positively impact and influence the community in your classroom and you got to build it. Now go out there and start getting to know your students. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.